The friends and partners of Kevin Inman Ministries present Contenders Radio with Pastor Kevin Inman. Pastor Kevin is committed to equipping you to earnestly contend for the faith. For more information on Pastor Kevin and Contenders Radio, please visit our website at www.kevininman.org. That's www.kevininman.org. Welcome to this edition of Contenders Radio. I'm your host, Kevin Inman, and it has been quite some time since we have been together. I hope you are looking forward to uh, the return of Contenders Radio. I know I am. It has been, well, quite some time. I'm not even sure how long it's been because it's just been too long. But we're back, and uh, this is... I guess that inaugural episode again, we're out of the gate, fresh and ready to get back into this swing of things here, uh, recording this radio broadcast and podcasting as well. So I just want to say thank you for your patience. If you've been wondering where we've been, well, uh, I say we, it's uh, <laughs> me and the mouse in my pocket apparently, but but uh, I have been as, I believe I may have told you before this long, uh, agonizing break, at least agonizing for me, may not have been such a big deal to you guys out there, but it has been a while, and this has kind of been hanging over me, uh, knowing I need to get back to this, uh, knowing there is uh, at least a few of you, there are at least a few of you, I should say, out there still who want to hear more from Contenders Radio, (laughs) but uh, uh, I have been uh, battling uh, Lyme disease and other co-infections over the last few years. In fact, it's been I guess some five years I've been battling this, uh, probably, let's see, this is 2018 now, and uh, it was probably in 2010 when I contracted these infections uh, through uh, a tick bite. I was uh, camping out up in Arkansas and uh, uh, just infested in the place we were, just had ticks all over me, but uh, after that, I began to develop the bullseye rash on my leg and um didn't know what it was. No one really in the area had any idea what it was either. Um, Lyme is just not anything I had really ever considered. I'd heard it, but never really understood it, never paid much attention to it, didn't really know what it was. But anyway, um, uh, these past several years, we have been fighting and uh, uh, now doing much better, not out of the woods, so to speak. Uh, Well, I mean, I am staying out of the woods now because I don't want to regress. I don't want to get bit again. I don't want to be reinfected again. Uh, so I'm checking my pants and my ankles and shoes and uh, just, you know, all this stuff, just trying to make sure no more ticks get embedded. But that's that's not what you want to hear about, I know. So let's move on. But I uh, uh, have been doing some different medical treatments over the last few years and finally have turned the corner, uh, beginning to now get these infections under control. And not sure if it'll ever go away completely uh, unless the Lord chooses in his uh, sovereign uh, his sovereignty and 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 just out of his goodness to actually bring healing. I know God can do absolutely anything. I believe that. Uh, so far, he's chosen not to, and that is okay. His grace is truly sufficient. Amen. I believe that, and I pray that you do as well. He will not allow us to go through anything more uh, than we can bear. Uh, I believe that as well. I believe that even in the sickness, the Lord God is using it to. Uh, create in me a clean heart, but also to uh, create uh, in me 
um, a spirit that is ever growing, just ever increasingly being conformed to the image of Jesus Christ the Lord. And so uh, that's okay. If this is what it takes, then so be it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, I am on board with it. Not always happy about it, but you know, happiness is something that is fleeting. It's based upon what's happening at any given time, but joy is of the Lord. And I am uh, exceedingly joyous knowing that God is my God. He's not just a God. He's not just out there, um, just, you know, in some just floating and just some mysterious nebulous kind of uh, way, but he he is a personal God. Uh, God is. Um, this God that we serve, this God that I love, he is a personal God. And, and the Bible tells us in John three sixteen that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He's a giving God. He, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And, and I, for one, am grateful for that saving, um, that the Lord God has done through his son, Jesus Christ. And um, I, I, I'm grateful, but I'm also grateful for you. Uh, you many of you have reached out uh, via Facebook or or emails through uh, over over the last couple of years. It's it's really been a while uh, since we've done anything regular here at Contenders Radio, and and many of you uh, from the United States here, uh, which we are re- broadcasting, we're recording from Texas, Southeast Texas is. Uh, where where I hail from, and uh, um, I know that there are so many of you listening uh, all around the world. It's been exciting to see all the different countries uh, where where we have uh, a following and, and a listenership and listenership. And and I just want to say I'm I'm I'm, I'm humbled. I'm, I, I am I'm humbled. I'm I, I'm so grateful, but just humbled that uh, uh, that you, you would actually take time out of your lives, out of your schedules, to listen uh, to Contenders Radio. I um, just want you to know that that we are back now. I am back, and 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 Lord willing, we'll continue to move forward doing episodes as as often as we can. There's been uh, a call to do a daily. Um, I'm just not sure I'm ready for that yet. Uh, so we may shoot for 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 a few a week, but we'll see. There will at least be uh, a new episode coming out um, every week. And when we get that day set, uh, for sure that one day a week when, when there will be new episodes released, I'll be sure and let you know that. And in fact, uh, if you want to just shoot us an email at, uh, Kevin Inman, let's see, what is the email? Uh, Kevin at Kevin Inman.org, Kevin at Kevin Inman.org. That's K E V I N at K E V I N I N M A N dot O R G. Kevin Inman. Last name is in man opposite of out woman. I had to tell someone that today they could not get the spelling of my last name down, and so I uh, had to had to pull that you know old old uh, old old description of the last name opposite of out woman and got a chuckle out of it and got the name typed in and everything was 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 good. But uh, uh, shoot us an email and and let me know what what day would you like to see a new episode released. Uh, we may shoot for more than one, but if there was only one day a week that a new episode come out, would you want a Monday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday? Not going to do a weekend uh, run. Um, this is something that I am seeking to do because I think there's a need for it and uh, uh, have have been asked um, also to, to do this because of that need. Um, but I just want you to know that my, my primary ministry 
Uh, I, I feel as a husband and father that that is job one for me. And um, I do not want to do this to the um, pain, to the exclusion, uh, to the detriment of a family. But also I'm a pastor. I pastor a church in Orange, Texas. That church is Grace Point at Eagle Heights Church in Orange, Texas. We were actually uh, two churches that merged together back in 2011. Um, so uh, what's that? Seven years ago now, this month, in fact, in October, uh, we merged the two churches together. And uh, that ministry, that is the primary ministry uh, that the Lord has called me to. And so this is something that I will do uh, to help further that ministry, but this is not primary uh, for for me. So I just I want you to know that. Um, no hard feelings, I hope, and I, I pray that you understand, but this does give us an opportunity to extend our ministry reach uh, from our church, um, and which our church is very supportive of this ministry, so I'm very grateful to them. Just got to tell you, I, I, I love the people that I am able to minister to, uh, minister with, and uh, and be ministered uh, to unto from them. This is a wonderful body that the Lord has has placed me in as that under shepherd to pastor this flock, His flock, and uh, I'm just very grateful. It's a great group of people. Uh, I love these these folks and and just so thankful. I know uh, some of them uh, listen as well. Uh, most of them probably don't because they hear me enough throughout the week on Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and Wednesday night. But uh, uh, those of you who are listening, I, I, I love you. I appreciate you. And uh, even if you aren't one of our church members and you are a fellow believer in Christ, then I love you as well. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. And, and uh, I know we have friends and listeners around the world in India. And so just want to say hello to Pastor K. Uh, we won't use any names just to make sure you folks stay safe. But uh, also in Belize, there's a few of you there uh, in the ministry as well and others also. But uh, um, you uh, two gentlemen uh, know who I'm speaking of. So hello to you as well, uh, but also uh, around the country and in other other countries as well. Just thank you so much. I, I, again, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm humbled that uh, that you would uh, listen. But not only that, even after such a long break, still a desire for us to to get back into this and continue on. So so thank you. And and with that uh, uh, long, just lengthy rambling. Uh, let me just go ahead and say we're going to take a commercial break just for a few seconds, and when we come back, we're going to talk about what it means to be a Christian. I mean, we're starting over here. It's been a while, so let's just jump back in uh, at the beginning, and I know many of you are Christians who are listening, but perhaps you've just tuned in and, and you're not. And you want to know, what does it mean to be a Christian? And uh, we're, we're going to answer that question on the other side of the break. So stay tuned, and we'll be back right after this. Hey, just a reminder that you are listening to Contenders Radio with Pastor Kevin Inman. You can find us on the web at www.kevininman.org. That's www.kevininman.org. You can also find us at contendersradio.com. That's www.contendersradio.com. Be sure and check out the website on the site. You will find some resources, some articles and whatnot, but you'll also be able to listen to any of the episodes that you have missed right there on the site, on the free audio player, or you can always download the broadcast to listen at your own convenience, even setting up your iPod or your MP3 player to automatically download each new episode as it comes out every single week. 
What a bargain. And as always, it's free, and free is a very good price. That's right. Free is a very good price. We've been saying it for years here, and uh, well, it's been a couple years since we've said it, but we're saying it again. Free is a very good price. And speaking of free, um, our salvation is free unto us. Uh, and praise the Lord, because it's something we could never earn. It's absolutely nothing that we could afford. There is no way we could sacrifice enough. There's no way we could give enough, do enough, serve enough. We could be baptized in the ocean till every fish knew us by name, but it still would not be enough to save ourselves. We are saved because of another, and that other is the Lord God himself saving us, the Father saving us by giving us his only son, as we said at the top of the program. But I just want to remind you that 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 as a Christian, we are Christians because the Lord God has chosen to save us. It starts with God. There is, as I said, there's nothing that we can do to earn his favor. We're not good enough. We're not smart enough. It doesn't matter how many folks like us. It's, it's all because of the work of the Lord God. And so when we talk about being a Christian, it's more than us just identifying ourselves as, as Christians because, you know, like for us here in America, uh, much of the world equates, especially in the Muslim world, they equate Americans as Christians. This is a Christian nation, but, but, but I, I disagree emphatically because nations, for one, I don't believe can be saved, so I don't believe a nation is Christian or otherwise. But the makeup of a country, the people, absolutely can be saved. They can be redeemed by the Lord, justified and called and 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 made right before Him. Be saved. We we people we surely certainly can be saved. But but just because I'm an American and even a Texan, as great as being a Texan is, right? Um, that doesn't make me automatically a Christian. I could go to church every day of the week and twice on Sunday, but that doesn't make me a Christian. Being a Christian is more than just identifying yourself as 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 religious. It's even more than just affirming certain values and, and, and even a particular value system. We know that there are many uh, religious people who are not Christians. They may be um, you know, they may be part of some some other religion, Mormonism, for instance, uh, uh, Buddhism, what have you, and and they may morally be good, upright citizens and and people, but but just being morally upright and and identifying with a certain value system that also does not make us a Christian. It does not. Being a Christian means you've embraced what it what it says in the Bible and in, in God's word about about God himself, about about us as as humans, um, as mankind, it, it, it involves that as well. But but also we have to understand what the Bible says about salvation itself. And so just for the for the remainder of our of our brief time here. Uh, together, I'd like to talk about about some of those truths as we see them in the scripture for us to be a Christian, understanding these truths. And, 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 and again, the, I don't want to make this workspace. It's not that we have to check off this list and say, I believe every single one of these things so that I can be saved. That's, that sounds works-oriented, um, uh, and, and, and that's not the intent at all. But, but these different things I would like to share, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, five things for sure I think we'll have time for, uh, maybe six if, if time allows. But, but these things form the basis of, of where our belief is to be built upon. 
And the first thing is this, that, that God is the sovereign creator. There is a God. And, and despite what much of evolutionary thinking says, in fact, all of evolutionary thinking, I would say, really uh, undermines the existence of God. But, but despite all of that, the, the Bible tells us that we were a created people. And, and we were created by a personal God. And, and he created us to love him, to serve him, and to enjoy endless fellowship with him. The New Testament reveals it was Jesus himself who created everything. And we see that in in John chapter 1, verse 3. In John chapter 1, verse 3, the Bible says, All things came into being through him, meaning through Jesus. And apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. It was all made through Jesus Christ. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, the Apostle Paul says this. He says, For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. Jesus is the sovereign creator, and he, he created everything we see in the New Testament. It tells us that. In the New Testament, it tells us that he created everything. In fact, visible or invisible, all things have been made by him, through him, for him. Therefore, since he's the maker, the creator of all things, he rightly owns all things and has the prerogative to rule everything in creation as the maker, as the creator of it. Psalm 103, verse 19. Psalm 103, verse 19 says, The Lord, and it's all caps, capital L, capital O, R, and D, uh, Lord, Yahweh, the Lord, Yahweh, has established his throne in the heavens and, and his sovereignty rules over all. Folks, that's a reality whether we acknowledge it or not. God is the sovereign creator and ruler of all things. That means he has authority over everything, including us, including our very lives. We owe him absolute allegiance and obedience and worship. And if you're a Christian today and, 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 and you're listening and, and you're hearing that, folks, we need to be reminded of this because if you're anything like me, uh, for, for one, things like poor health or, or busyness or, 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 or even just when, when that selfish pride just, just begins to swell back up inside, it's so easy to be consumed with, with self and, and with what's going on. And we forget that, that we owe everything we have to this magnificent creator God who loved us and gave himself for us. Just pray, praise the Lord for that, amen? But, but we owe everything to him. He, he deserves our very all, our allegiance, just absolute total commitment to him. He is the creator. He deserves our very all. Now, um, like, like many kids, uh, I, I played with toys, okay? And uh, uh, even, even as an adult, there was a particular type of toy that uh, even now that I am still partial to. And, and, and you can laugh if you want to. That's fine. But as my children were growing up, my girls were growing up, uh, we were, we were, received um, uh, 40 pounds, I, I kid you not, 40 pounds of Legos, these different sets of Legos all piled into a, a ginormous gray Rubbermaid container and uh, uh, donated a family friend and gave to uh, my, my oldest daughter at the time. And, and anyway, through the years, we added to those things, and both of the girls grew up playing with Legos. I played with, with Legos as a child as well, but 
but there's just something about taking all those blocks and 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 all the different unique pieces they make nowadays and 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 building something creating something out of those those different pieces and those blocks and and as the maker you 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 create that and and oftentimes you know uh, I'd get a new set. I follow the instructions and build it just like the instruction says, and and it's great to look at it and see it line up and 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 and, and look like the picture. That's a that's a good feeling. But it was also fun just to create other things and put sets together and just just begin to build things uh, just from our own imagination and and sit them up on the shelves, display them. Uh, I would I'm not the guy who would who would just sit them up there and never play with them. I still always wanted to bring them down and play with them. But 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 what a great thing to to create and 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 make something accomplish something as the maker of those legos i i was that creator and and i could do with those sets what i wanted to uh, when when i was building them not if i was building them for my kids and 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 with my my kids uh th- those were their sets but they could do what they wanted to with them and if we wanted to break them apart you know smash them on the floor and then make something new out of it or or just you know, even if we wanted to just something foolish like put it in the garbage. I mean, who would throw away Legos? That's just ludicrous. That's a that's a that's a horrible thing to think about. But but even if we wanted to, as the creator, the owner of those things, it would be totally within, just legitimately, perfectly within uh, our rights to be able to do so. And that's who God is, folks. That is who God is. He is sovereign. He created us out of nothing. He owns us. Totally, he has the right to do what he wants to. But the other reality about God, and 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 if you're a Christian, you sh- you sh- you know this. You sh- you should know this. That that this sovereign Creator God that we serve, He is perfectly holy. He is absolutely and perfectly holy. Isaiah six verse three says um, that these. Uh, in fact, verse two, chapter six, verses one through three. If you want to just get technical, in the year that King Uzziah died, uh, it says, uh, uh, "I saw the Lord." This is a vision that Isaiah has of the Lord. He says, "I saw." the Lord sitting on a throne lofty exalted in the train of his robe filling the temple seraphim stood above him each having six wings and with two he covered his face with two he covered his feet and with two he flew and one called out to another holy 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 is the Lord of hosts the whole earth is full of his glory and it goes on from there and just gets even more uh, overwhelming consuming in fact uh, the prophet Isaiah says when when he experiences this he cries out woe is me for I am ruined because I'm a man of unclean lips. I live among a people of unclean lips. What he's saying is that God is so perfectly, beautifully, absolutely holy that that just being in the very presence of God is a consuming thing because we're not holy. God is perfectly holy and 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 he commits no evil. He he cannot approve of any evil. In fact, James 1:13 says, "Let no one say when he's tempted, uh, you know, who, who, let no one say when he is being tempted that I am being tempted by God. For for God cannot be tempted by evil, and He Himself does not tempt anyone. God God's perfectly holy, and and He requires holiness of us as well. In fact, First Peter chapter one verse sixteen says, "Be holy. You shall be holy, because I am holy," says the Lord. It's written. It, it, it tells us so. So be holy, for I am holy. But folks, listen. In and of ourselves, we we can't be. Even from birth, we're steeped in sin at birth. And and according to the Bible, every single human that's ever been born is guilty of sin. 
Every single one of us. There's none. The Bible says there's no man who does not sin. First Kings chapter eight, verse forty six. In fact, the New Testament as well in Romans chapter three, verses ten, eleven, and twelve tells us that there's none righteous, not even one. There's no one who understands. There's none who seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they've become useless. There's none who does good. There is not even one. We are sinful. We are utterly incapable of understanding, of loving, or pleasing God on our own. And that sin that we're born with, that sin demands um, a penalty. It demands justice. And, and, and the reason is because of God's holiness and justice, it's demanded that all sin be punished by death. And you may think that's unfair. That's not reasonable. That's just not right. But folks, it is perfectly fair because of God's because of who God is, because of his holiness and, and, and his justness. And he is perfectly just. That demands that the sin that we have be atoned for. It has to be. There, there's a penalty. And, and, and the Bible tells us uh, that, that, that the soul who sins will die. Ezekiel um, chapter 18 verse 4 tells us that. That the soul who sins shall die. That's why so many people try to, uh, or I mean, that's not why, but, but it's this, this ideal of so many different people, and, and, and there are, and I know people like this, they just try to clean up the outside. They try to just stop doing some things and, and just put some things off. But, but, but folks, listen, changing behavior and changing patterns cannot solve our sin problem. Just changing our patterns and our behaviors will not fix the problem that we have, nor will it eliminate the consequences You see, the New Testament reveals that it was Jesus himself who created everything, as we said, Colossians 1.16. Therefore, he owns everything. He rules everything. Psalm 103, verse 19 tells us that. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens and his sovereignty rules over all. That means he has the authority over every one of our lives, and we owe him absolute allegiance, obedience, worship. In fact, Romans 10, 9 says, if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. You see, even though God's justice demands death for our sin, his love, his love has provided a savior who paid the penalty and died for sinners. 1 Peter three eighteen tells us exactly that. For Christ also died for sins once for all, the just for the unjust. That's Jesus, perfectly just and righteous, dying for the unjust. That's you and me, so that we might become, or, or rather so that he might bring us to God, having been put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit. You see, Christ's death satisfied the demands of God's justice, and Christ's perfect life satisfied the demands of God's holiness. In fact, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says that he, God, made him Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin on our behalf, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him, thereby. Okay, now, now the righteousness of God in him, that's the end of that, of that verse. But just listen, when, when that happens, it enables him to forgive us and to save those who place their faith in him. In fact, Romans 3.26 speaks to that very thing. It says, for this demonstration, I say, of his righteousness at the present time, so that he would be the just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. You see, God is perfectly just, but he is also the justifier. He makes us right. Why? Because we've placed our faith in Jesus. So friend, let me just ask you, are you a Christian? Not 
have you been to church your whole life? Not, you know, you, you believe in God. The Bible tells us in James that the demons believe in God, and yet they shudder or they, they tremble because of that belief. They know there's a God, but, but demons aren't saved. That knowledge isn't a saving knowledge. You and I have to realize that we are sinful from birth, and there's nothing good enough in us, nothing no righteousness of our own. We need the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And so, friend, have you believed on the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation? I pray that you have, and if you haven't, I pray that you will right now. I pray that you'll call out unto unto the Lord God and say, God, have mercy on me. I'm a sinner. I need you, O God. I need you, King Jesus, to save me, to redeem me, to, to purchase me from the slave block of sin and, and, and set me free unto uh, salvation, to, to live a life that is pleasing to you. Folks, listen, I, 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 I'm a pastor, but you know what? Without Christ, I don't have the power of my own to live a life that's pleasing to God but Christ in me, the hope of glory. And, 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 and as we see elsewhere, God's Holy Spirit in me, indwelling me, sealing me for, for glorification. I, I, and in fact, friends, listen, if you've been made right with God, even if it just happened while during this, this broadcast, if you've been made right with God, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ, according to Romans chapter 8, verse 1. And so, friend, What's it mean to be a Christian? It means that you, you're trusting the work of another. You're not trusting yourself. You know that, that, that there's no one good enough or smart enough. You know that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But you also know that if you will confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You believe that at just the right time, Christ died, the just for the unjust, the godly for the ungodly, that Christ gave his life so that you and I could be redeemed. That's what it means to be a Christian. We've come to believe, to profess that Jesus is Lord, and then we live a life that demonstrates that something has changed in us, the character of saving faith. And folks, listen, that's always there, and we'll talk about that another time, perhaps. But true faith, true salvation always brings with it works. We don't work for salvation, but we absolutely work out our salvation. Well, folks, that is all the time we have. So I pray that that this has helped us to, to, to lay the groundwork for what's coming in the future here at Contenders Radio. I pray that you will continue to listen in. And go ahead and shoot me an email, if you will, kevin at kevininman.org. And let's talk about a um, couple things. One, what day of the week will be the best for you to get a brand new episode? And secondly, um, what are some topics that you would like for us to address here at Contenders Radio? That is all the time we have now, so I pray that, that you uh, have been blessed. I pray that you will be a blessing uh, to others, and until next time, God bless you. We'll talk to you again very, very soon. Thanks for listening to today's broadcast of Contenders Radio with Pastor Kevin Inman. For more information on this or other broadcasts, please log on to our website, contendersradio.com. That's contendersradio.com. You can also find us on the web at kevininman.org. That's kevininman.org. There you will find podcast episodes, blog posts, study helps, and more. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks again for listening, and may God bless you in your pursuit of the truth.